Another hot episode of Here for the Wrong Reasons. Extra hot. Yeah, ooh, very hot. I do have to say, we'll get fantasy to the sweet, fantasy sweet stuff when it comes. That's what she said. Boom. I was setting that one up for you. <laughs> um, but I feel like there was a lot more innuendo than usual this time. A lot more just sort of bluntly saying, like, we are going to have sex in the fantasy suite. Yeah, I mean, I do think that they're done dancing around the bush in terms of... (laughs) (laughs) You are on fire, folks. Anna Weber will be here all week. Beating around the bush. I don't think that makes it any better. Um, I feel like for the first, you know... I mean, gosh, what, ten seasons probably they... Definitely sold it as just like it's a time when we can talk, right? Sit get together, get to know each other yeah. without the cameras. Both around. wear special Mormon underwear and just sit and talk. Well, and I tell you, when I think that changed is in Jillian. Is her name Jillian? Jillian the Canadian. Mm-hmm. She was a bachelorette, and she brought Ed into the fantasy suite. And Ed could not perform. And I feel like there was really no getting around that one. Like, they kind of just had to make it obvious that things had gone terribly Things had not gone well. And did Ed get cut? I don't remember. I remember Ed having sex on Bachelor Pad Pad and Mm -hmm. being very noisy about it. Which makes sense. She picked Ed. He won. Oh, he won? Oh, man. Way to overcome... Well, a hurdle or not yeah. because they later broke up still <laughs> yeah I remember almost like siren like sound effects oh, from Ed what? I'll see we'll see if we can find that folks yeah, we'll try to find up. that clip but anyways let's start at the top so we ended on a huge cliffhanger huge. Ryan and I were both shocked I've been done nothing but sit on the couch <laughs> waiting all week long for this cliffhanger to be resolved and it was it was pretty, like, easily, too. Yeah. Luke said that he wished that, um, you know, it's not supposed to happen that way. He thought that his kisses were enough, but that he should have been saying, I love you. Luke gets cut. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, Luke, he gets cut. He doesn't worm his way back in. She does indeed cut him. Right. Twice in one episode, to get a little ahead of ourselves... Someone says, I love you, and JoJo cuts them immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of her pattern. That's so, what she does. Yeah. Future suitors of JoJo, um, do not tell her that you love her first. Don't do it. Luke says twice that he, first of all, hopes that it's not too little too late, and then says, alas... It was just too little, too late. Too little, too late. Yeah. And JoJo says, which I know you were probably going to comment on too, it shouldn't have to be that hard. shouldn't have to be this hard. The folks at home won't know this, but that's kind of my catchphrase. That's the thing I'll say whenever, say, a computer, Putting together a website. A crib, yeah, putting together a crib, a website is giving me trouble. Anything that requires a tool. Yeah. Anything really. that requires yeah, any sort of manual labor. It just shouldn't Disip- have to be this disciplining hard. Disciplining our child. Yeah. Well, it definitely shouldn't have to be that hard. Um, um, yeah, so I will say that Luke was um, not as cool as Ice when he was leaving. I right? gotta get one last Vanilla Ice reference in before he goes. Yeah, and then she says as soon as he leaves that she misses him already. And it's also really awkward because 
I don't know if it's just the way that they have filmed it, but it appears that the guys are standing about 10 feet away and JoJo is openly weeping. Yes, it's in front of them because she steps aside earlier to weep and then later she appears to be doing it right in front of them. Right, while so, they're awkwardly standing right, like, just standing there with their roses. Yeah. And where are they going next? I thought it was India when they cut to the show. Oh, India. Oh, India, great. That's not that improbable. Oh, it's Thailand. It's Thailand. Yeah, folks, not India. So I'm a racist. Um but uh yeah, getting things getting them confused, but it was lovely in Thailand. Robbie has the first overnight. He says that they are quote intimate and passionate. And this is before they had sex. Before the the big night. Well, also, I want to mention that um, all the dates get really great entrances. Robbie comes in riding on a little sidecar, which is probably the weakest (laughs) of the three. where did you get this? Yeah. Jordan, well, she she asks that of Chase when he pulls up on the little moped. moped. Jordan probably gets the coolest one coming up in a boat, but they all get sort of vehicular based entrances mm-hmm. and jojo is like blown away by this oh the, where right. did you get this <laughs> where did you get this side card that appears to be I everywhere she also um when he picks her up and holds her hugs her i think this was just revealed in the closed captioning but she says my dress just came up yeah um but anyway, we watch everything closed caption. I think we've mentioned that before. And you get... Ryan's eyes did the cartoon. Oh, guy. It's true. <laughs> oh, man, that really made the sound waves light up on, on here. The folks at home are going to hear that. Oh, God. Um, they get... Can we move on? Yeah, let's move on, please. Sure. Yeah. They get Thai massages, which were basically the mall foot massage that I <laughs> right. get once a week. You don't have to go to Thailand to get that, no, Joelle. you got to go to the Huntsville Parkway place. <laughs> <laughs> there are several options within a one-mile vicinity for you there. Aren't Thai massages typically like they're really ru- like they're like yeah, yeah. you and moving your body? Yeah, they're like and, standing on you and yeah, kicking you like and stuff. Yeah, they got some yeah. foot massages. Right, come on. Who are you trying to fool? Joel. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, that that I want to bring that up too because that in, was in the same moment. Um, he calls her Joel a couple of times. A couple of times. And I don't like that because I feel like you know what it reminds me of is when Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise were dating slash married, and he insisted on calling her Kate. Yeah, like I have I feel this like it name. Showed ownership. Yeah. yeah, I have this name that nobody else right. gets to like, use. Like, oh, she's JoJo to all right. the other. You may plebes, know her as JoJo, but, to but me, she's, she's Joelle. She'll always be Joelle. <laughs> I just don't like it. He called tonight pivotal. Yeah, true enough. Um, JoJo says that she loves Robbie. She's ready to be intimate with him. They're intimate. They are intimate. So, and I'll say, so we'll get, right, we don't get to see. That's going to be the HBO Bachelorette. Um, I want to mention a couple things real quick. One, there was a lot of Ben talk tonight. Um, Well, as she said, this is the point in last year's season where Ben said, I love you back. So you could see that tonight would be kind of an important moment and would bring back a lot of memories for her. And I think she's doing a good job of, as she said, not saying it back because she knows how detrimental that can be. She's learned from experience. Mm-hmm. Second, do you feel like it's a little bit creepy that Chris Harrison is always the one inviting them into the fantasy suite? No, I don't. I feel like I the think notes. It's sexy. I mean, it would be sexier if it were just JoJo inviting him 
inviting them, but Chris no, Harrison. oh, Chris Harrison, he why don't you come and bone? <laughs> don't worry, I guys. Encourage I your lovemaking. And or audio recordings. I'll also note they really prominently displayed the Marriott Resort sign for this town, this hotel, several times. And I, you got to mention they changed their slogan to like the place where JoJo and Jordan boned. Like that's got to be on their website now. Um, the place where JoJo and Robbie boned. Um, and I wonder if you can get that room, folks. Look into it. To rent that room, I'll rent that room. We for have us. enough listeners. You right. can start a GoFundMe. Listeners, support campaign. us. We want to go <laughs> to the fantasy suite. We actually will probably just watch Family Feud in there, um, but <laughs> we'd like to stay in there. It looks nice. Family Feud. I'm gonna track Harrison down. Yeah, it's Invite Harrison's. him into the fantasy suite for once. Oh, turn the tables <laughs> on him. <laughs> if um, you would like to forego your original room, Chris Harrison. <laughs> I want to say that when they flashed forward to the next morning of JoJo and Robbie waking up together, Ryan said, "Whoa, she looks different in the morning." She Just what look. every girl wants to hear. Well, first of all, she can't hear that. You know, but you look different in the morning. I'm sure I do look different in the morning. Yeah. You don't um, look as cute. Your ombre hair isn't styled perfectly. It's, I don't have that B Curly product in it, keeping it all <laughs> nice and tamed. She just, she looked visibly different. And actually, I'll note, she didn't win the next one with Jordan. I feel like her and Jordan were like a sexy coffee commercial or something well, when they woke up in the next morning. Sex. I know. Well, oh, maybe Robbie. not. Yeah, Robbie. No, yeah. Robbie, yeah, he, uh, she did look different in the All morning. Of her was makeup changing. was off because he had licked it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. He has a licking, a makeup licking fantasy. patting his own hair the whole time. Jordan was looking in the mirror at his sort of <laughs> stubbly beard. Um, um, anything else with them? Yeah, Robbie said he, quote, wants to be the guy who is late to work because he can't leave <laughs> his wife. Which, I get the sentiment, but that's probably going to be a problem, Well, and he Robbie. also said that he wants to leave early um, to go home to her. Like, I'm sorry, JoJo might work too. Maybe right. JoJo's going to be late to work. I just, I feel like Robbie had, because then, this is skipping ahead, but when he said that he wanted... To, that he was ready for a life with her when he crashes her date with Chase. He said he's ready for, quote, country clubs and coloring I books. heard that, yes. I feel like if you had said that to me when we were dating, I would have smacked you. And and I would have deserved it. Yeah, no, I noticed the same thing. Um, yeah, I um, I agree. Like, is it maybe she's going to be late for work because she's taking care of your kid, Robbie. Or maybe she's going to be late coming home because she has a job. Maybe neither one of you is going to work because you're both just going to start posting things on Instagram for money. Like the rest of the bachelors. Anyway, I agree, though. I thought that was um, sort of a, a strange remark. But moving on, we've got uh, Jordan's date. Jordan pulls up in a speedboat. Mm-hmm. Um, his hair looks immaculate. He pulls immaculate. up in a speedboat. His hair is like sky high, and in his off-camera talking points, he's wearing like a white scoop neck tee and a Miami Vice blazer. He's got a look. Oh, he has a look, and JoJo is into that look. How do you I'm feel not, about I'm it? I'm not no, into that look. I feel it. like he is such a cheese ball. He's super cheesy, and I have to say that Jordan and Robbie both have terrible hair. They're both cheesy. Yeah. 
yeah, they're both yeah, they they do not have a look that I would aspire to. I no. don't think. Though Jordan does have great teeth. They're fake. I will say. My did you really are they, are they fake? Sarah and I were texting about that during the episode. Ep- My friend Sarah. Yeah. Our, they've got to be veneers. They're like chiclets. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're actual chiclets. Mm. What do you think? You know, it's better than my British mouth full of, you know, wonker jaw teeth. But well, anyways, I, I might need to get veneers. I'm going to c- contact Jordan. Tweet at me, Jordan. Tell me who your <laughs> chiclets teeth guy is. Um, yeah, so they went to do some kind of hike. They go hiking and they are dying. Like, how hot is it in Thailand? I have to say that Jordan was being kind of a wuss. Yeah. About the hike. Like, two steps in, he was like, oh, is it over yet? Ooh, I mean, you're I'm a pro. You're a pro football player, Jordan. I, I'll also say... And this no, is, he's not, though. He's not. He was a pro. He seems to have... Was He says that his little tagline is former pro I don't know. I read in Us Weekly that he got cut before he went pro. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know. I mean, I have no idea. You could tell me that he won the Super Bowl eight seasons in a row, and I would believe eight. you. I have no... What's the no word? No idea. I don't know. Eight, eight units. <laughs> um... I'll also say, and we've noted this all season long, this seems to be a turn in the show. So Jordan, they're hiking and on stairs that are difficult to climb. And Jordan says, this journey we're on has been kind of amazing, referring to just the love journey. And there's no attempt at a like hiking right. stairs like this metaphor. hike was really hard, but it's worth it in the end. Kind of like this journey. Right. Yeah. We've taken our love one step at a time. Yeah. Right. I guess, I mean, they used to do that a lot more. You're right. So mm-hmm. maybe somebody, one of the writers got fired or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But yeah, they've really been uh, pushing back on the cheesy love metaphors. Um, I will say, actually, I rarely do I compliment the camera work of the show, but they have a nice shot of the sun right between mm, them, the sun like shining that. through. It will, when we go on hikes, there are like... That's the picture I want to take yeah, on the hike. Yeah, 30 pictures yeah. of one leaf shimmering, <laughs> shimmering in the sun. And they're all beautiful, and they all should be framed right. in our home. Take it once, then Folks, move on. Folks, exclusive offer to Here for the Wrong Reasons listeners. I will send you one of these photos um, free of charge if you promise to display it in your home. So just email us, herefortherongreasons at gmail.com. To get your free leaf shimmering photo. Okay. Uh, Let's move on. Okay. Okay. They talk about uh, she still doesn't know if Jordan is ready to commit to a future that is forever. I just feel like she obviously doesn't trust Jordan. Right. Right. Um, That's been a recurring theme. Because he's like, you know, he's, he's cheesy. He's a little skeezy. A little sleazy. At times he's a little sleazy. They also, and I mean, we both talked about this a little bit just during the episode because we couldn't help but comment on it, but JoJo says over and over that she worries that with his lifestyle, there's a lot of movement and being gone. Jordan talks about not having a home base. What does Jordan do? Well, that's so, I want to get to this too because, so she asks him, not... What does forever look like? What do the next 10 years look like? What does the next year year look like? And Jordan doesn't know, um, which is strange. I feel like most people could answer that question. Um, But yeah, it's unclear what he does. At least you can make something up. Sure. You're like, well, if you chose me, I guess maybe we would move to L.A. together and do press for a little while. And then we could head back to Nashville. Like, he just is like... 
I don't know. Hard to say. But what he does say is that he can be with her anywhere. Because I guess you can be an out-of-work football player anywhere. That's true. You know? You really don't need... It's something you can do anywhere you, you go. You can pick fights with Olivia Munn over <laughs> Twitter anywhere. Do they? Did they have a Twitter fight? No. Okay. Didn't. I was going to say that seemed like more... I feel like um, that's coming. More interaction than they use. That would yeah, honestly be no, like a step in the right direction for them. Yeah. Um, and she says that one of the worst things that could be ha- could happen would be ending up with two people with different lifestyles and not knowing it, which seems like a problem that this show is designed to create. <laughs> right? How could that possibly happen? Right. We've been traveling the world in an isolated bubble for the last two months. Our lifestyles are not the same. Um, and then he says, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And she says, that's what Ben said. Yeah, which yeah. I like. I mm-hmm. feel like get a little sassy, you know, bring him back down. Yeah, back down to earth. And then she takes him to the fantasy right. suite. Um, yeah, and he, later he says... Uh, you, I know you want to do this. That Well, you, you do it. No, go ahead. Their relationship moved in a really exciting direction. <laughs> He said we took a big step last night in a really exciting direction. And then he says it was everything I exactly needed. I have, that's funny, I have that in my notes slightly differently. Where the exactly is, it was exactly everything I needed. But I like your version better, and I actually, I don't even want to fact check it. Don't (laughs) get, you're probably right. Don't get our show fact checker on that one, because I like your version better. Um, So at this point, I would like to have a conversation. This is the, um, sort of pivotal Bachelor conversation in the last couple of seasons, which has been... So JoJo claims that she is in love with two people. Mm-hmm. Now, tonight on Twitter, I saw JP tweet that that's impossible. This has been a common refrain with Ben, with um, you know any of the Bachelor or contestants. I feel like with anybody that goes on the show as the Bachelor or Bachelorette, at least in the moment... They feel that they are in love with two people. And JP needs to... I love JP. But I feel like he needs to shut his, his mouth because he's never been in that you situation. Need to shut your trap, shut JP. Your trap, JP. <laughs> I shut do. that I feel beautiful like mouth JP of yours. Went, I know. If JP had gone on The Bachelor, I might have auditioned. Baby. But I also... like You'd have to go to Cleveland. Don't... I don't know. I mean... I agree. I do think that it is... <laughs> I don't think any of them are in love. Like, that's right. stupid. That's a good point, is that really the question is not whether they're in love with two people, but whether they're in love with anyone. And no, they're not. They're in lust with each other, and they are, you know, high on the situation at hand. I mean, I don't know. I can, maybe there are some examples you know, like Trista and Ryan, where they've stayed together, and, you know, she has said, like, from the very first night, I knew that he was the one. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, a lot of them, even the ones that end up together, I just don't think so. Like... No, I think think that that's fair. I think love comes later. Right. I think that that's fair. And I also, I do think... I mean, theoretically, I think that it's possible to be in love with two people at the same time. You know, it's... um, People like JP and others just seem to act like that's categorically impossible or something. Like it's, by definition, you cannot be in love with two people at the same time. I concur with your point that really they're probably not in love with anyone. Um, So it's kind of a moot point. But 
Anyways, JoJo claims that she is in love with two people. Mm-hmm. She does not tell them that for reasons that we learned on The Bachelor last season. Mm-hmm. But And she also says that she could see herself falling in love with Chase. She says, I love Jordan. I love Robbie. I could see myself falling in love with Chase. I mean, the writing is on the wall Sure. Spoiler alert, she cannot see herself (laughs) falling in love with Chase. Let's get to Chase, who pulls up on a scooter that he has procured somehow. I said I feel like he's acting like a big golden retriever. And then JoJo immediately noted that he was being extra playful that day. So I feel like I really was in tune with him. Then she started throwing him a ball, and he started fetching it up, and they had a wonderful date. Um, They saw a monkey. They were very I'm surprised they saw it. the monkey because it looked like they were just making out on the entire right. boat ride. They look up and see the monkey, and Jojo wants the monkey to wave at them. I guess that's... She says monkeys are like humans. And then Chase notes that they're in a... Wait, was this... This was Chase, yeah. A magical place with monkeys and fishermen and saltwater and fish. <laughs> I miss they're that. Like two that's toddlers. a beautiful... A beautiful line. Yeah. Right. Fishermen are magic. Saltwater. Magical. And then the yeah. monkey waved at us. <laughs> he thinks he's people. <laughs> um, they go on that boat date. I mean, you know, I think Chase is fine. Is anybody really, like, rooting for him at this point? Right. Besides... His mom. Friend, well, and my friend Sarah, who has a big Sarah old heart on, on the show. Well, he's available, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Sarah's not. <laughs> I have to say, well, she could maybe she could be in love with two people at the same time. <laughs> but I have to say, anytime they show somebody sitting in the sand by themselves during a date, they have like a shot of him sitting in the sand, like sort of idly holding it. I feel like that's a bad sign oh. for that person, especially with what happens next. Do you want to hit this one? Oh, I'll hit it. Hit it. Uh, Robbie comes back, which, like, are you fucking kidding me? What is Robbie even doing? Right, in the middle of their date. I mean, JoJo is well, apparently JoJo clearly getting ready. Well, JoJo has gone back to her apartment yeah. to get ready. Yeah, and Robbie pops in just to say, at which point Ryan said, I don't understand, is this still the other date? Well, you have to un- acknowledge my confusion. I think that it's a really shitty thing to do because it's going to, like, it's just going to, like, ruin her focus, which should be on right. Chase. It's going to make her, you know, excited and thinking about Robbie. I don't know. I just feel like it's very selfish because he also seemingly has no point at all. Like, it's just like, yeah. I just wanted Here to I say am. hello. Just lumbering in. I love you. Yeah. I'm a swimmer. <laughs> I don't know that Stanford guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, it. Um, it's true, and I think that, I don't understand what this accomplished for him. And also, rarely does this show underscore so blatantly that she's, like, affectionately kissing two different men as though they were in relationships, right? Because you see her making out with Chase, and then you see her kissing Robbie. Um, But, yeah, I agree. There really was no point. It seemed to work. She she liked it. She liked it. She said that it confirmed her feelings for him. This was where he busted out the country clubs and coloring books line, too. Country clubs and coloring books. That's going to be the title of this (laughs) one. That is going to be the title. You folks already know that, but it took us 22 minutes to hit it. Um, I don't think that Chase would that it would have changed anything if Robbie no. had not done this. But I do think that it's, again, just kind of a crappy thing to do. Um, Chase t- 
tells him tells her that he's in love with her, and shit starts to hit the it fan. unravels quickly. Oof. That goes downhill. She jo- storms out of the yeah. room. Well, no, she just leaves. She's yeah. like, I need a minute. Yeah, but uh, like immediately is out. Like, yeah, yeah, she quickly leaves the room. Yeah, let's put it that way. Storms may be the wrong word there, but um, she could have just been silent. Yeah, you know. Like, like some you, people, yeah, like, yeah. Some, like people. some people were. When, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting real. Folks. She comes back, and she says she didn't feel what she thought she was going to feel, and Chase understands what's happening, and he gets pissed. He really unloads. He's I he is I get the point. And, then and he, he says, tries to get up, and she kind of holds. One hundred percent of me regrets saying that. Now love equals get the fuck out. Which, I mean, the anger didn't play well, but fair enough, Chase. Because oh, as I said, that's the second time no, that that's happened. I said again to my friend Sarah, that's the point of this show. Like, you need to be able to accept the fact that at any moment, yes, you could say I love you and you would get sent home, rejected, whatnot. I feel like he's taking it so personally. Like, he accuses her of not giving them a chance. I don't know. I just... It's unfortunate timing. I think she did the right thing. I mean, as she says, you know, any leading him on would have just made it worse. Um, But... It is unfortunate timing, you know. I, I think the unfortunate but thing... But I understand, too, how that could happen because he says, I love you, and she doesn't... Like, that's the first time he has said, sure. I love you, and she doesn't feel the way she should. I think it's, it's an unfortunate situation. I think it's also unfortunate that... Yeah, I think as a contestant of either gender, you've got to feel like once you get inside the fantasy suite... That you're good to go. No. You're never good to go. You're, I know That's you're never the good to go. See, that I need to go on the show. Because I feel mm. like I could play it. I could play the game. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'd like to see that, really. Um, well, you would have to keep your mouth shut. The, the gossip <laughs> rags. The podcast. They would find the podcast. The gossip rags would be all over it. They would know in 10 you seconds. You should not feel that things that you're good to go until... That person like pulls out the Neil Lane ring. Even then, as we've learned in the past, even then with what Jason and Melissa and yeah, what's the should, other one? Right. Even then, yeah, they're, you're not good to go. No, I, I understand. I just feel like the ideal way to do that, um, and I'm sure Jojo would I say feel this like probably too. Probably you at least assume you're going to get laid. Sure, right, and that's again why I thought <laughs> she was going to pick Luke over Chase. Because you, we, because they have the passion, right? She, we all know she wanted to plow him. Oh, all right. Okay, what is that? To <laughs> this, I put that this podcast was explicit. I put that right in the iTunes <laughs> That's thing. Just rude. So <laughs> I did not mark it as rude. And is it a? Is that correct. like a farmer thing? Like. Oh, because he's a farmer. He's a he's a veteran. He just lives in the country. I wasn't gonna make a a veteran. (laughs) Oh well, that's good. Respect the troops. Um, But anyways, let's see. He also when he back to Chase (laughs) acting like a dick. Um, When he gets in the van to leave, he goes, "Oh, is this my fantasy suite?" He is such an asshole. And then he says. The, the what Jojo did was like pulling my pants down just to kick me in the nuts. All because I said I love you. 
It really is quite a nice meltdown. It is a meltdown. I mean, it, it really is. It's it's an epic Bachelor meltdown. Um, you know, I think um, it's it's an unfortunate situation for the whole crew. Speaking of pants, yeah, so go we, to get, the rose we get ceremony. to the rose ceremony because, as JoJo says correctly, even though she is ready to give out a rose to those two guys, they still have to accept mm-hmm. it. It's a mutual thing here, folks. Maybe JoJo was bad in bed. You never um, know. True. True. She wasn't a freak enough for Jordan. <laughs> she, she wouldn't wear the Olivia Munn mask. That <laughs> <laughs> um, Jordan's facial hair is terrible. terrible. I said that it looks like one of those woolly willy magnet toys right. that kids it's play like with. It's poorly done, like one that's kind of half empty after yeah. several years of use. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um and then Chris Harrison asks, how was that time off camera? This is for Robbie. Is for and Robbie. Robbie says, you get to see inside of JoJo you don't see until the cameras are off. You get to see I, inside of JoJo? Aside. <laughs> no, he did not. That would have been way too far. As it was, <laughs> it was just sort of, you know, not subtle innuendo, but at least classy innuendo. Um, um, as you said, speaking of pants... I mean, Jordan is wearing what I can only describe as an Ann Taylor loft ad. Yeah. He's wearing, like, tight female capris. Right. It's like what I would wear maybe to teach in. A chambray denim mm-hmm. shirt. He was pulling it off. No, he looks, like a, he looks like a girl. <laughs> well, with that beard, too. I mean, the whole look. <laughs> the whole look. Come on, Jordan. Step it up. Now, I, I will say, too, I mean... Usually, it doesn't seem like... I don't know who the most attractive men were this season, but I don't think she's down to the most... If you were to pick them out of a lineup, the most sort of attractive final two. I guess Jordan is to some women's taste. I think... Right? I think they both are to some... I mean, it makes sense to me that JoJo picked the two of them as the final two because, you know, sometimes I feel like you get in a situation where... The final two are very different from right. each other. These two guys, to me, seem to be two peaks. They suggest a type. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I agree with you. It's not my type. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know. You would have preferred Ali, maybe well, that little Wells. They're both super smooth, and we know that's not my. That's type. not your style at all. Athletic. Athletic. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Yuck. Whose type is that? <laughs> Um, Chase comes back. Chase bursts in. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not that dramatic. I mean, I said I feel like he's clearly trying to backpedal so that he can get a bid to be the next Bachelor. Right. He says that he admires JoJo. He's really embarrassed of the way he acted, and he just didn't want to leave things in those terms. And that his heart is still open. Because he looks her. like a crazy person. Yeah. I mean, and it's too, it's amazing. It's a testament to this season that he doesn't seem like the craziest person. Of the season. I mean, not even like the third or fourth yeah. craziest person. Um, and yet he had that meltdown. Um, I do like it that he just completely like gave in to what he wanted to say in the moment of the meltdown. Like, yeah. He wasn't trying to be eloquent about it. It just feels like she kicked him in the nuts. And, like, Pulling down his pants to kick him in the nuts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he, they have a nice little moment of some sort of reconciliation. I suppose we'll see tomorrow night at the Mintel All, um, the extent of that reconciliation. 
Um, and then Jordan and Robbie accept their roses. Yeah. And we are in Thailand. So that means that the brothers, Jojo's brothers, are mm-hmm. are schlepping all the way down to Thailand I'm for this thing. To see them again. Yeah. Oh, you know they're coming. Oh yeah, gonna be jet lagged and drunk. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be gonna be something else. And I mean, this is just kind of a overall note on the season. I don't really care who she chooses. Oh no. Not at all. I'm not team anybody. I don't I mean, she claims to be in love with both of them. Again, I just don't. I don't see it. I feel like there are other seasons where they don't last that long a lot of times, but you see kind of a Mm -hmm. legitimate connection with someone, or it's just it's flat out obvious. I mean, honestly, I feel like you could flip a coin Yeah. at this point. Um, I don't know. My money, I guess, I'm leaning towards Robbie. Hmm. I I feel like, though she's got all those issues with the ex-girlfriend with him, I don't think she trusts either of them. She doesn't trust either of them. Yeah. I don't know. She seems to have a little bit more of a connection with Robbie, but again... Oh, see, I think she has more of a connection with Jordan, but she has bigger trust issues with him, too. Well, but I don't know. She's She worries about that girlfriend thing, and um, they mention, they talk about that this episode with, like, the thunder in the background, which is a nice little... Um, While that's, they're getting their foot massages. <laughs> that's kind of like the, the leaf photos that I like to take, sort of these symbolic, nat- natural occurrences. Um, but okay. Anyway, so again, folks, yep. So that's our show (laughs) for this time. We'll be back tomorrow for Men Tell All, where we tell all about Men Tell All. It's the most dramatic Men Tell All yet. Chad is back with whole sweet potatoes. Chad just goes on a rampage. (laughs) Chad just holds out. He just comes in with a gun and shoots (laughs) Welcome to America. Right. (laughs) Second Amendment. (laughs) This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.